Welcome to the Exit Coach Radio Show, the show for baby boomer business owners who are looking for cutting-edge information as they plan their 3- to 10-year business succession and exit. Every week, we interview top professional advisors for their best tips, strategies, and precautions so you can be well-planned. And don't miss our one-minute Exit Coach Tip of the Day on ExitCoachRadio.com. And now, here's your host, the Exit Coach, Bill Black. Welcome and thanks for listening. This segment of the show is brought to you by Hankin Patent Law and features Pete Walsh, who's joining us from Family Business Performance Center. Pete, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Bill. Pete, uh, we're going to talk about the need for better communication skills to create successful succession and transition. It's such an important topic, and I'm so looking forward to talking with you about it. We always like to start by getting to know a little bit about our guests. Can you share a little bit about your background and how you got into this particular line of work? Yeah, Bill, I actually was in a family business. We had a 300-person business. I had a degree in management and marketing and just loved so much about the business, but actually fell into a lot of family dynamics. And after 16 years, I decided I had to leave the family business. I've been coaching in corporate America and then family businesses for about 15 years and really wanted to kind of give families some of the tools I was missing way back in the day. So with your with your background, it gave you a great perspective on, on family transition, and what was the outcome? For me, I ended up leaving the business, and it actually turned out good for my family in the long run. I love coaching. I love helping leaders in their businesses, and our family business eventually sold to Target Corporation. And, you know, when I look back now, I think that was uh, a good end for us in that case. Yeah, it's, you know, the the sad thing about family businesses is sometimes they lead to unhappy Thanksgivings. They really do. They really do. You'd be amazed. I mean, you know that there's just so much energy and animosity. And in my case, I had my own young family and my wife and kids. And for a lot of family business participants, that frustration starts to take center stage in your life. And for me, I had to go. But now my life's work's really about trying to help others have the tools to really discuss the issues and get them figured out. Yeah, well, I'm glad that things ultimately worked out. Sometimes the outside sale is the best situation, and, uh, you know, that's, that's how it is. But how could things have been different? How could, uh, and what did you learn from the experience, I guess I should say? Well, you know, I later came to find out that I had a different personality style than my uncle who ran the business. The other thing that was an issue in our family was we were a 90-year-old business, and we really just didn't have kids and family members in the next level of the business that were interested in the business. So one of the things that we work with families a lot nowadays is helping them prepare the next generation, educate them, get them involved in the business because you know, if a family business doesn't have that next group of up-and-coming leaders and business people, then they're really not going to make a successful transition. Yeah, and getting to that, of course, if they don't have 
family members that are interested, maybe it's key employees, but there's still, no matter what, uh, there's going to be a power struggle. But if it's a family business, there's the added layer of the family dynamics and is, is dad who owns the business uh, wearing the father hat or the CEO hat and is the son who is going to transfer the business to wearing the son hat or the president hat and can they can they make those distinctions uh, when they're when they're at the workplace and and that's really what it a lot of what you do is to help them uh, recognize those roles and and uh, be effective in their their communications is that correct well, it really is. You know, objectivity is so hard to get when you're in the family. And then the beautiful thing about my path was I went and coached in corporate America for 15 years. And corporate America is really good at defining the competencies needed for leadership. So a lot of times in the family business, they really don't have those distinctions. So we have a process where we can help families, if you will, hold the yardstick up against the people in the business to more objectively and rationally really make some decisions about who's best suited to lead the business or what do we need to, to, to develop those skills. And, you know, you hit the nail on the head for so many families. All those relationships get tangled up. So one of my favorite things is I say I many times go in and tell dad, shut up and give the kid a little bit of room. And then I tell the kid, shut up and listen to your dad. He's actually got a lot of good things to teach you. Well, (laughs) as you're saying that, I'm picturing some of the family dynamics that I've dealt with over the years. And it seems like... uh, uh, those are those are words that need to be expressed, but also, of course, in a in a caring, loving way. Everybody needs to understand that the business requires your full attention to what's happening here. Um, no it, question about it. And you know, one of the one of the gifts that I bring is a little bit of humor and lightness and compassion you kind of alluded to it so you know when we get there so many times they're they're just so seriously locked up about all of it and and it is a process over time to really get them to begin to communicate get some dialogue going get a little bit of lightness about the situation and then the other thing with the family business performance center is is that we offer a ton of free tools and exercises because part of what I realized is I'm not going to be able to help a lot of families in the time that I have left. I'm still a young man, but there's so many family businesses out there. So a big part of the Family Business Performance Center is a ton of free tools and videos. So families can just start reading those, using those on their own. And then if they want, they can use them with the help of us or other advisors like the people you have on your show. I mean, there's a lot of really great professionals that are committed to helping these families get from point A to point B. How important is the family business retreat? You know, it's it's one of my favorite things to do. In fact, we're doing a bunch of them this summer. 
it's so important to really get the family together and to interact and to talk about family vision, family values. And in those retreats is really a great place for some of the teenagers to, to start to wade into those conversations in kind of a, a safe format. And again, a lot of families, they know they need to do that, but they're, they're a bit reluctant or nervous how to do it. And so we offer some some really simple recipes, if you will, that they can follow on their own in terms of some do's and don'ts for setting up and executing a good family retreat. Now, I know that's that's fantastic, and I think uh, the family retreat is is a wonderful idea. But the uh, the family retreat with a, a dedicated agenda is really what it's all about. Is you know, this is we're, we're you know, obviously we're, we're going to have fun and and have, do family stuff. But we need to talk about issues. We need to talk about some very difficult issues sometimes. And we need an agenda or maybe even a coach to walk us through that, right? Well, yeah. And the other thing in my work is deliberate practice. And so, you know, if I went down to the gym and you tried to give me some barbells with 250 pounds, I might hurt myself or kill myself. So with some families were in their third or fourth or fifth retreat. I was with a family last summer, a really successful family on the East Coast. They were in their 12th retreat. So, you know, if you're going to learn to run a marathon, you got to first run a a block and then a mile and then a, a couple of miles. So the other thing we try to instill upon the family is it's a process over time. So the first retreat might just be creating some safety and trust in the process. The second retreat, we might just start to get into some more of the tricky issues. And then after trust has been built, then they start taking on the more difficult issues. But but this leads to another thing, which is so many families don't start soon enough. And you know this in your work that, you know, they're kind of thinking, well, dad's going to leave at some point, And then all of a sudden they start to try to fit it all in in a short period of time. So I say to families, you really want to give yourself a, a long runway to work with this process. Oh, I think, you know, what you just said is, is a fantastic uh, idea to have the shallow end first. You know, let's let's not try to solve all the family issues or or set the full agenda in this first meeting. Uh, let's start with some very, very basic things to get people communicating and involved and, and feel like they're a part of this whole thing. Now, you, you also, of course, you're going to have situations and a lot of times where there's one, maybe two children that are involved with the business and others that aren't, and they're not interested in the business at this time. But when something happens and let's say the owner, uh, the, the dad passes away, um, they become very interested <laughs> in, in a bad sort of way sometimes. So uh, how do you deal with situations like that? Is that part of the communication process? It really is, and that's the beauty of getting involved early, having Dad talk about that, and really creating ways that these folks can start to work together because, again, you just said it. You know, the last thing Dad wants is he leaves abruptly, and now the business is in more turmoil than it needs to be. So some of these family members that aren't active in the business, we're teaching them actually how to be on the board of directors. You know, we're talking about governance, 
we're talking about going from owner-operator to owner-investor. So in our family, there were several family members that owned stock in the business but weren't involved in it, but we had a family board. And so there's different ways to teach people to have different roles, and we actually use the term you used at the top of the, the interview. We teach them how to wear different hats. So we teach them how to actually be a good owner, be a good investor, as opposed to, you know, being a brother that's swooping in and starting to criticize the brother who's been down there working for 20 years. Yeah, that that's always a problem, the, the different agendas that people have. Let's say dad passes away and there's one uh, son working in the business and a couple other children that aren't, and mom wants to be taken care of like she's always been taken care of. She wants income. The the person working in the business wants to grow the business and the people that are outside of the business are wondering when do we get our inheritance and is the business part of that? And the worst thing dad can do is not have planned for that situation. Well, you said it, and I really work in leadership and communication, and then other experts really help the family model the financial performance, what that's going to look like, how people are going to get what they need out of the business, and, you know, what we call a multidisciplinary approach. So you get a group, a team of experts that can really help the family from a number of perspectives. But the other thing is, is the, the coach, again, I get to say some things to the family that other people don't want to say so so i get to a little bit deliver some of the tough love that is needed to help get from point a to point b and it's not always an easy position to be in i'm sure but uh it's it is like you said it's said with love i'm sure when you tell the business owner to shut up you probably got a smile on your face uh at least a a little bit (laughs) and they know that it's coming from you're there to help steer this through this uh through this potentially troubled water and we've all seen situations where businesses fall apart or have fallen apart so it's very important work that you do tell me a little bit about your family business survival kit well, that's a, a, a free kit that they can get at the site, and it really has a bunch of tools that we think are foundational to the work. There's a quick personality profile. People have different personality types. I talked about that. That was an important thing that we were working with in my business. We have a communication fundamentals kit that teaches people how to listen to each other, how to start speaking with respect to each other. And then we have a Conversations for Success playbook, which is really, Bill, a bunch of different topics with a bunch of different good coaching questions. So again, they can do it with us or without us, but it really gives them a step-by-step way to start to get from the shallow end to the deep end. And, And that's where the conversation and the communication is so important. But Great coachings many times about asking great questions. So in the Family Business Survival Kit are, you know, probably a hundred of the best questions that we've been asking families for the last 10 years. Well, it sounds like a great resource, and that's available at your website, which is familybusinessperformance.com, correct? Yeah, and Bill, there's one other thing, which is the Family Business Landmine Detection Map. 
Because hmm. the other thing is, for these families, they they know there's some issues under the surface, but they're not quite sure where they are and how to get to them. But that's the other thing is, when one of those landmines goes off, it's a lot harder for people like you and I to help the family piece things back together. So the landmine detection map is a really neat infographic that really kind of walks them through all of the potential areas and there's a checklist with that as well so that can kind of help the family do their own self-diagnostic about where the issues might lay that'll help them understand what's in the deep end and it's very you know it's very effective to do some self-analysis and use some of these tools and checklists before you call someone so that you can kind of understand what the problems are and talk to them effectively. So, Pete Walsh, thanks very much for your work. And if people want to get in touch with you, besides going to www.familybusinessperformance.com, what's the best number for them to call you? 602-952-9015. And we offer just a quick, simple sounding board, we call it, where we can you know, they can tell us a little bit about their issues and we can give them a little bit of guidance. The name of the company is Family Business Performance Center and you've, you've heard a, a ton of great information today from Pete. Thanks very much for joining us. We really appreciate it. And, and of course, love to have you back at some other point so we can go deeper on the topic because it's one that's very important to all of us. Thanks, Bill. You're doing important work and I listened to the show this morning and there's just so much great information. Keep up the good work. Thank you very much, Pete. Thanks for joining us. I've been talking with Thanks, Pete, Bill. Pete Walsh from Family Business Performance Center, and we're going to take a short break. We're going to come right back, so please stay tuned. You're listening to ExitCoachRadio.com, the information station for age 50-plus business owners where we're interviewing over 250 top advisors for their best tips, ideas, and precautions so you can be well-planned. We upload new one-minute tips every day. ExitCoachRadio.com. Come listen for a minute. Thank you for listening to Exit Coach Radio. 